How's it going, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the Hoofjack Podcast Series. I'm your host, Chris Armstead. And again, today I have my man, LeVar, coming back on the show. LeVar, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Welcome. So, um, we talked last time about the release of the untold story, the rise and fall of Anne 1. Yes. And, you know, just kind of going through what Anne 1 was, it was probably the best basketball product you can get out of the 90s going into the 2000s and involved it embodied street ball and basketball in general because you just saw a lot of moves that you know you kind of see today yes and what was interesting when i watched it was ray for austin was the only street ball player to ever make it to the nba yes he was the only the and only i'm one. like that's amazing to kind of get that and then the story behind all these guys like hot sauce and the professor mm-hmm. and then just you know when I looked in, when I list, watched the story of how they got paid, it reminded me of how like student athletes got treated back in college, where you pretty much were small amount, you didn't get any royalty deals, no endorsement deals, no nothing like that, right. and it was basically the company. I'm like, well, uh, all you did was get free merch. You got free and merch, some money. and their meals were basically pizza. Yeah, it was a pizza box. Pizza box. <laughs> it was a pizza box. That was it. Comes it. with that's that's part of the merch. And ultimately, N one kind of folded in around 2005, 2006 time frame. It kind of they sold the company. It's been kind of through ten different sales trying yeah. to through buy, but products are still out there. I see them in Walmart I see them all the time. In Walmart. And, you know, it's sad to see that. But here's my question to you. what If you look at what today is, and I'm going to show you, do you think Ball is Life today mm-hmm. is what and one was back in the 90s and 2000s? Do you think Ball is Life, which is another basketball company which covers and does mixtapes, but they're more on YouTube. They have the YouTube generation. They do have a merch site. And everything like that, and and we can look for it ourselves. Like they do have a shop. You know, I'm gonna say yes. And they do, you know, shirts, shorts, backpacks, you know, designs and everything like that. But we live in a different, and they cover pretty much a lot more than just street ball. They cover everything, everything. about basketball. But do you think that the idea of ball is life? kind of takes the concept of what N1 does with the mixtapes and the merch line, not specifically with street ball, but the brand itself in the embodiment of basketball. But yes, yes, they do. They See, the thing is, now they have the internet, didn't have that back in the day. No. Like, they, you know, was able to utilize it to their, you know, potential. So they're using that. They're still showing all the highlights like it's N1. Mm-hmm. Everybody doing, you know, sweet moves, dunks, and stuff like that, which... Pretty much was and one, the mixtapes. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. And you think about this, you know, the mixtapes are still free in a sense. Yeah, you're just buying the merch or listening to the podcasts or even video articles itself. Like Ball is Life is now, you know, gotten to a lot of the real world, and you can even see, you know, Austin Mills, who was a part of the 2K series. He's been on 2K. You know, doing all that stuff. Yeah. And then you see all these big names, like, trying to do, you know, going out to, like, a park, and they're mic'd up, and they're playing on playing street ball. that's the new type of, that's the new And that's the ball. new street ball is not so much fancy moves, mm-hmm. but five-on-five, full-court street ball. And now they're getting paid more because of the streams. The streams, uh, the shares, they're getting paid more than N1 did. And I think it's sad. It, it's kind of a building block to what Anne One was. I think Anne One had a great start, 
and one had a great product and and one had and when i read the oh when you look at the shirts that they had for and one i want to i want to show you the shirt how big they were no not how big <laughs> they were but the 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 slogans that they had on the shirts like i'm sorry i thought you could play oh yeah were you guarding me pass save, save yourself, yourself the embarrassment, embarrassment. <laughs> Here's five dollars. Go buy a game. That's tough, right there. Though. I saw a picture of your game on a milk carton. <laughs> Missing. It's okay. Nobody can check me. Don't laugh. You're next. Yeah, whoever the, whoever was doing these. It was one of the guys, and I and it was one of the guys who was the co-founder of um, and one. I remember those. You just look at the sh- the so Thai nice. cheese, uh, the Thai cheese that uh, oh these. Yeah, the Tai Chi's that um, even Vince Carter wore. That's yeah. what that's what really um, resonated with uh, and one was the Tai Chi's and when Vince Carter wore them in the dunk contest. These were the hottest and ones that I, I remember. It was some all whites with um, the they had like the rubber yeah. sole at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they those were, were nice. great. But then you know what I found interesting was the one commercial that kind of tore down and one. And I think you might remember. Was it by Nike? It was by Nike. Of course it was. It was by Nike. Nike had a bullet on I mean, like, not a bullet. Sorry, Nike. Don't say that. Nike had a a bullseye on them. They did. Because they knew they were that competition. Shame, Nike. All that damn money you want to go after and one. This one. Oh, yeah. That was the shit, though. <laughs> I'm still, this beat was hot. I saw is, when they showed this commercial, I was like, "Yeah, that's the commercial that killed it." The funny, the funny thing is, I was doing all this shit. <laughs> I still don't know who that was. We were jamming, and Vince Carter was a part of the commercial too. The fact that they got Vince Carter Jason to do J. it, Jay Will, yeah, <laughs> don't know. Let's the beat kicking right here. And yeah, Jason Williams, Vince Carter. Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, <laughs> it's funny though, seeing all this now. Because <laughs> I'm like, they really made a beat. They made a <laughs> beat out of, out of it, and, it, and some, it was. moving their shoes. <laughs> and it was, and you think. That's amazing it marketing. <laughs> you, and what's funny was when they talked about it, it was like they could they probably spent ten, twenty, fifty million on that commercial, and they Nike did in one minute what <laughs> mixed and one mixtapes did in five, five years. years. <laughs> I'm just like, dang. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And because Nike just has that kind of money, they have. They had so Unlimited. much money and resources to <laughs> do it. resources to do whatever the hell they want. You know, and what was going up against a damn a juggernaut. They they held their own for a little while, but it wasn't going to last for so long. No. And it's sad to see, you know, and one, I think, I feel like they could make a comeback. I feel like they... Nowadays. Nowadays, they could have the reach to bring it back. And I think if they collabed mm-hmm. with... And it's hard with... No one really going to the store to buy shoes a whole lot nowadays because everything's just online. You can just buy it. True. You know your size. Yeah. 
True. And you don't really want to go to the store, so it's just like, you know, what's the point? I myself own probably like maybe four basketball shoes. And one of them's all black because they're all <laughs> they're the repping <laughs> basketball. The all black pretty much air force ones. You gotta have they're the repping all black shoes. shoes. No matter what. No matter what. But you know, I would hope maybe A one can make that comeback and just no, it's. I, I, think, nice, I think they could. I would, I would enjoy I think they seeing could. that. I, it's just so hard with what today is, right. and and pretty. I think anyone could do it for the nostalgia factor. I think now that Rucker Park is still a big complex now with the, the TBT, mm-hmm. and you could make an argument that Venice Beach could probably make that argument for another time. They're for coming. TBT. They're coming. I think They're you coming. can definitely have. Streetball tournaments to get and one out there. You do you you combine with ball is life on a few of these. It could work. I think yeah. it's just the timing of everything. And I know they sold the company, but you know that name is still out there, probably worth a million, two million bucks. Let me tell you, if Circuit City can make a comeback, anybody <laughs> anybody can. Make a can comeback. If Toys R Us can make a comeback. Yes. Anybody can I make still it. miss the store though. They they the have store. Sto- no, they have stores. I know, but but it's not, not as many yeah. as you would think. <laughs> still but miss hey, the store. Jerry the giraffe is out there somewhere. I mean, I wasn't even going in there to buy anything. No, you just, just the nostalgia factor. <laughs> it's like when people took Twinkies off the shelf. We gotta oh, bring them back. Twinkie. And then you bring them back, and you're just like, well, I'm glad they're back. Yeah. I'm not buying it, but not I'm glad they're back. It's too late now, but. <laughs> no. Um, but moving forward, um, so yesterday was eight twenty four Mamba Day, and yes. a big story had come out where, and I have it right here, is the trial of you know the mom Vanessa Bryant. that Vanessa Bryant had sued the Los Angeles Police Department mm-hmm. County ah. Los Angeles County Police Department. Mm-hmm. Yes, so Kobe Bryant's widow, Vanessa, was awarded $16 million as a part of a $31 million jury verdict Wednesday mm-hmm. on Mamba Day against the Los Angeles County Police Department for deputies and firefighters sharing grisly photos of the star, their 13-year-old daughter, and other victims killed in the 2020 helicopter crash. The nine jurors voted unanimously... With Vanessa Bryant and her attorneys that the photos invaded her privacy and caused emotional distress. Yes. The jury deliberated only four and a half hours, which... It was a short. That's short. Yeah. Before reaching the verdict on Kobe Bryant Day, which is commemorated in Los Angeles on August 24th because he wore the jerseys 8 and 24 yep. and is the day after his birthday, which is ironic. And Tuesday would have been Kobe Bryant's 44th birthday, mm-hmm. which... I mean, you, he spent half of his life in the NBA... And he did not get enough of retirement. Yeah, he didn't get no hardly any no retirement. retirement. The picture, the attorney for the county declined comment on the verdict outside the courtroom. However, the pictures were shared mostly among employees of the L.A. County sheriffs and fire departments, including by some who were playing video games and attending an awards banquet. They also were seen by some of their spouses, and in one case, by a bartender at a bar where a deputy was drinking. Damn, I gotta think. What kind of logic is there to kind of display that? It's, it just shows that you have no sympathy, no remorse. But especially, why would you... Why would you share that? Yeah. It's not like you're showing pictures of your newborn kid. You're showing <laughs> pictures of a death. A death. I don't multiple wanna, deaths. Multiple deaths. Not, and just and I, not just one. I don't want to see... There were 12 people who 
who uh, perished in right. that helicopter crash. And you're telling me that that's important to show? Just because it was Kobe Just Bryant. Just because it was Kobe Bryant. And you I feel bad Instead for... of getting a picture of him when I'm alive, you want to take the picture while he's dead. Yeah. And then share that. And it's just sad to see that kind of story, but, you know... I'm glad she won, though. I'm glad she won. You I'm know, really glad I'm glad, won. you know, the people know that the count, the sheriff's department was wrong Yes, for showing those pictures. And, you know, Vanessa has to go through this with... Has to be a single parent. No, Every, no father figure, funny. no middle child and it's gonna you know, hit every year on pretty much every day really pretty, yeah i and, mean even if even if there's a time where you know where she's able to you know recoup and not have it on her mind when 824 comes around she's going to think about it crash date going to think about it you know any birthday uh anything they shared is going to be in her mind so right. and she should have got the you whole know, 31 no, I think 16's enough. I think the rest goes to the other families and other victims. That's of, what I mean. And I think, you know... That's what I'm saying. I don't know... Oh, they got a share. I feel like the that's a share of the... Thir- okay, okay. She only had 16 million of the 31. Yeah, okay. I think the other 15 went to the other families, other families. went to the... That's what I mean. Lawyer's yeah. fees and everything like that. Yeah. And I feel that's fair for, you know, the families who have lost. Most you know, definitely. And people who have to go through that. Yes. Um, but... Because Mama Day was yesterday, I want to show one of my favorite, you know, Kobe Bryant commercials, and it also includes LeBron. <laughs> have you seen my three championship rings? I love it. I seem to have misplaced my three championship rings. And they represent the three championships that I myself have won. This, <laughs> this was pre-2009, 2010. Kobe, I did say that. My favorite commercials. You've seen my three championship ring. I have somehow replaced my three championship, championship rings. You probably don't even know what they look like. <laughs> he said, I, you probably don't even know what they look like. That's messed up, y'all. <laughs> oh, oh uh, that's hilarious. He said, I know you hungry. <laughs> oh, oh, my that gosh. Good. That was good. Because it's so nostalgic just to watch that and, you know... They Nike makes some great commercials, but it's, the comedy behind it's hilarious. And, yes, you know, shout out to Mamba. You know, he's looking down on everybody, especially the next Hoopers. He he influenced a lot of Hoopers' lives, and you know, and people to this day, not just the city of Los Angeles, but he everywhere, you know, everywhere. You Me know, hell, Italy. You go to Italy. You go to the Philippines. Spain. Spain you go to the Philippines. Philippines. Anywhere in Spain, he's probably more hate than love because of how what he's done to the Spanish team. Well, yeah. Team I, Spain in the Olympics, or Argentina in the Olympics, and you or know anybody. Who in the that Olympics. was. That was, uh, was it? Who was it? Verjal. Anderson Verjal. Yeah. yeah. He spoke to him and oh. was taunting him in Spanish. Oh, was it? No. You know what? It was Scola. 
No, I oh yeah, Luis Scola, Scola he's missed it. Because Scola started it. Yeah. Kobe chimed in in Spanish. He finished it. <laughs> he finished <laughs> it. LeBron was, and LeBron was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we got you. We got you. <laughs> um, but what I've also heard was that they're making a future documentary around that two, that the dream team, the, mm-hmm. the, not the dream team, the, well, it's the redeem team, the 2008 Olympic team featuring Kobe, Melo, mm-hmm. LeBron, uh, Wade, Wade, it been, um, who else? Now I gotta, that's do, crazy. Now, how am I, how do I not know that? How do I not know that? Redeem team. This is gonna mess me up. Yeah, the redeem team. I got now. I gotta look this up because I am losing my marbles. Uh, Carlos Boozer, Jason Kidd, Darren Carlos Williams, Boozer, Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh, Chris Paul, Tayshawn Prince, Carmelo Anthony, Michael Reed, and the captain was Kobe. And you know we had LeBron. That was a team, man. And coach Mike Shashevsky was the head coach. Assistant coach were Jim Beheim, Nate McMillan, and Mike D'Antoni. Mike D'Antoni! What's interesting is Chris Bosch is the only Canadian on the team for U.S. <laughs> True. But why? Wait, that doesn't make any sense. I don't... Look. Why Why is Chris Bosch not playing for Team Canada? You know what? Canada probably would have had a good team if all the Canadian... You know, players nowadays you, play them. you yeah, put nowadays. nowadays oh, you, actually, they do. No, nowadays you put Andrew Wiggins on Team Canada. You put. Um, but you want to know something? It's every single team every nowadays, single team not nowadays just is, USA. It's getting better because all the stars. No, but they, but are they're not all American. You no. know, like so. Like I think Luka look, I wanna, and, I wanna, I'm curious to look at the numbers. How, if you look at the stars, who the talent in the NBA, how you diversify by country? Yes. I'm actually curious. I, I tell you what, Giannis team is going to be tough. Because it has Giannis. Uh, yeah, but I'm curious. NBA country tracker. So the United States. I'm really. I'm wondering if this is accurate. Oh wow! Did I lose it? Okay, so the United States has a thousand three hundred and six active players. Mm-hmm. France has thirty two. Canada has thirty eight. Wow, that's slow. The fact that the United States has a 1,306. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. But, you know. Canada, those... 38. Spain, 13. Australia, 18. Who has, like, the one? One. Uganda, Austria, Finland, Venezuela. Really? That's mm-hmm. low? Egypt, Haiti, Japan, Albania, Tunisia, China has four, Ghana has three, Jamaica has four. You know what, though? China at one point had a plethora of NBA players. Yeah, who can forget Yao and um, Vin Sanity? It was another guy. Who can forget? Who forget? (laughs) They had another, it was another tall, really, really tall dude. Lin Sanity. Yeah, Lin Sanity. It was another tall dude that could shoot threes, but he didn't get too much playing time. And he, he had a double name. But he was really good. They just wouldn't play him. Just like Bobo. Right. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, guys. When we come back, we have more talks about basketball, more NBA talk on the way. So stay tuned. And we're back, guys. So, you know, moving along with the season going and, you know, with the NBA season just, what, like 
four or five weeks away, mm-hmm. even a little more longer than that. Oh yeah, go Chicago, <laughs> go Lakers. Even though I have no, <laughs> I have no hope right now. Even though, so with the signing of Patrick Beverly, Westbrook wants out, which doesn't surprise. Doesn't me. surprise. It doesn't yeah. surprise. I mean, you act like Patrick Beverly is gonna improve. I saw yesterday Lakers odds to win the championship twenty four to one. Odds after adding Patrick Beverly, 24 to 1. <laughs> I'm sorry, but why are we not getting youth? Why are we not getting growth? The thing is, they we got, don't want growth. They got Pat Bev because of his aggressiveness on defense, right? But I what, they, what I don't, don't what they don't understand is you get aggression on defense, right? But then you also get the penalties that come with that. That's aggression. like adding. That's like adding Demarcus Cousins to your roster. You yeah. you want defense, but you know he's gonna get a technical, technical every game. Yeah, at least once a game. He at least once a game he's getting a technical foul. Right. Like that's not new. I'm sorry, but why are we adding him? I'm sorry, that was my tangent. But <laughs> that was that was my rant because I'm just over it. You know, I'm no, <laughs> no faith right now. I'm sorry. But Thunder are in trouble. Chet Holmgren is to miss the entire season with what they have described as a Lisfranc injury to his right foot. Which I've never heard of this ever. He will have foot surgery after the Thunder consulted with three of the nation's top foot specialists. Really, he couldn't just put his foot on Feet Finder and it, someone judge. My thing is, I've no, never, just, never heard of this injury. He suffered a ruptured tendon in his right foot and not a fracture. Do you remember when they, oh. the last chance, when Jordan had a foot injury? Mm-hmm. But it was more on the top. And not they the bottom. Top yeah. of his foot. So it was a tendon. It was a tendon. It wasn't bone. It didn't break. But it was a tendon. I'm thinking that's more of a stretch than anything. I mean, what's that's shit? when someone tears like you know an MRI. Tendons are little shit too. That's when you know you got little tendons, little muscles, little 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 little, little fragile sprain. ass bones. And I'm, the thing I'm is, sorry, he's built. I'm, Sorry, the way that he's built, but you know he's that gotta, was going to be uh, to me. That, that was going to be his weakness. That was going to be his weakness and, and his, his legs. Yeah. yeah, top like he he can overshoot you without a doubt. Not he have can, no problem. No problem with that. But he's not strong enough body wise and pushing his weight down in the paint. Yeah. You go against Cat Gobert. You go against Cousins. You go up against Green. Those guys are going to demolish you. You even go up against Howard, and I give Howard credit, but he can still overpower people. Yeah, it's not. Oh, it's just still. It's a shame. It's a shame that he's got to miss. He's got to miss first year injury, and And OKC is basically back to square one. To square one again, and you know, with that happening, it. I didn't have. I had a little bit more hope for Thunder. At least you know a few a, more wins. On but a defensive not, side, on a defensive you know, side, they were going and to play maybe a score better. and not giving Shea Gilgis Alexander all of the weights. I mean, all of it. All of it. Even though you know their little their point guard is, is starting to be a triple double machine. Almost, he is. So I say almost. Almost, but he, it's not. Never be it's not what Westbrook. you want to have for that. <laughs> there will never be another. So I I saw I saw a, a tweet saying well. Now it's time for the Thunder to start working for Wimbanyama out of France. Victor oh, Wimbanyama. The seven, the seven three kid? Yes. And Victor see- Wimbanyama. 
Out of the Metropolitans, 92 out of France. You know, what's funny and is... And if you guys don't know who he is... He moves you might better than Chet. want to because he moves better than Chet. He has a better shot than Chet. He's He has great hands. And he's been that tall. 7 <laughs> For a long time. Equal parts Rudy Gobert and Kevin Durant. The 18-year-old might be the best draft prospect since Luka or perhaps even Anthony Davis. Mm. The only other prospect... That has a top two is Scotty Scott Scoot. I'm sorry, I said Scott. Scoot Scoot, Scoot Henderson out of the G League Ignite. Um, he's a point guard. He's getting averaging 14 and nearly 14 and a half points per game in his first season. Henderson is going to put up even better numbers and, and might just challenge Bumbanya for the top spot. He's just him 17. top two. The only other one that could reach a threat is Derek Whitehead out of Duke. The NBA has morphed into a wing league where switch lead defenders are paramount. At mm-hmm. 6'7", Whitehead might be the best wing in the ACC, if not college basketball. He won't even be 19 when the draft rolls around. Damn. So, you have a lot of great prospects. I think a lot of the talk is about Victor Wimbanyama oh, out of France. You know, 7'3". But the problem is, with what's happened to Chet and, you know, the the built on him, and I feel bad because I knew that going in that Chet Holmgren was not going to be able to. He needs to bulk up. Yeah, he has to bulk up to make a difference. And looking at Victor, ooh man, do I? It's it's almost close. It is close when you look at him. When you look at him, it's close because it's not. It's it's very close. The the thing is, he's so skinny. He's, hmm. I I want to say he'll he'll do better, but compared to what Chet Holm, it looks like Chet Holmgren, the the size, the build, and I'm not trying to nod anything against it. I'm just saying, leg day means everything. Focus on your feet. But you know he's been playing at a and he's high been level. high level since he was 17. Oh so, no, since no, he was 14. 14. That's when he starts, because you know overseas they can start they can play early. at fourteen. Yeah, play. And I, I, I think he can. But you go to the NBA; it's faster. Oh yeah, it's a lot faster. What I found out in um, talking with we had a guy from Australia, one of Jake's friends, who um, he plays for the Australian Big Five League, mm-hmm. where you don't. Where if I were to pass you the ball mm-hmm. and you don't score right away, it's not an assist. Damn. Where assists are accounted lower, the game is moved a lot slower. Mm-hmm. Actually, the game is moved kind of towards NBA, but more, I would say, a little slower. And, you know, it's it's really like, you know, just a lot of, not a whole lot of ball movement. And... It's mo- and not really a space out one on one now. Now it's more one on one. There's space, and I, I hate it, but you know, it's <laughs> it is what it is. But kind of going is. towards, but the... he's, but you know, I'm sorry, back to go, Victor. Victor is bigger than Chet. He is. He's big. He's... <laughs> By how much? Uh, not much. Yeah, that's not <laughs> probably much. about like maybe. maybe. I think he's like two oh nine. Gosh, that's so not... that's like nineteen pounds. Gosh, that's not much. I mean, it's it's, it's seven that's... pounds per leg. Eight... <laughs> what are we at the at the 
market? Are we uh, are we buying them by the pound? We got to, man. God. These ankles and knees got to be, they got to work. It's four ninety nine per pound. It's what you're going to have to pay for, yeah, for man. Yeah, for a new ankle and a new kneecap. Jesus, yeah, that's not that. much. I feel that. You I say too. 40, I'll give him, you can say 40 off a of muscle, I'll give you credit, but not... But Less than twenty five. You know, this could also be a good thing for Chet. It could be. Because I think Chet can go to the weight room. I think he can study things. and grow. Yeah. Well, focus on the game. Shoot around will help. I. That's what usually is for a first year, unless you've been in the G League, yeah. unless you've been overseas. Mm-hmm. College ball is not the same as it is in the NBA. Yeah. Well, even JJ Redick said it's not the same. When you play in college, you don't have that much space. Mm-hmm. Versus in NBA, you rely, you have more space than a lot more space. Pretty much the car Plus, next to you. Everybody that's in the NBA used to be some type of star on some type. Now of team. everybody's a right. star. So, yeah, but I still think Chet is good. I think he's. I, I feel. I that think he if has he just potential. Get a little more muscle. He's he, gonna tear the He has up. potential if he just. Yeah. Ate a sandwich or two more often. Go talk to Giannis. <laughs> Go talk okay? to him. Giannis if, came if in. Anybody six, knows seven. anything about bulking up? Talk to talk him. Talk to Giannis. Talk he came to in him. Like six, seven, yeah, six, eight. You gotta talk to him. 183 pounds, and now talk he's seven him. foot and two forty. You gotta talk eight to him some shit like about that. what weight training he went through to Please. bulk up. That's then, that's the what you gotta do, Chad. Let, let me know something. Yeah. Because I so moving ahead towards <laughs> we're you know like we said we're a couple weeks away from the season. And, you know, early, way too early NBA predictions. Rookie of the year, Jabari Smith Jr., the Auburn, the Auburn grad. He was a top three, top four, top, top three or four pick. And, you know, it's interesting to see how he does at Houston. It's not going to be great. It's, well, he got Jalen Green, you know, he's not going to be able to get. Does he have. Boban? I don't know. I think Boban got traded in that. To, to Houston? To Houston. Well, either way, Green is going to Because Christian Wood is now with the da- Mavericks. Oh, okay. Mm, I didn't know that. So, Green is going to start doing some major things. Yeah. <laughs> but he's been doing that with I know, Houston. But I then, know. Um, John Wall makes who, Who's the other guard that they had that was uh, really good? He was making people look real silly. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Porter Jr.? Oh, yeah. No. Was it Porter or was it Gordon? Hey, you know, this is what we got. This is how we look things up. <laughs> Most valuable player, Joel Embiid. Oh my God, no! I mean, he's gonna hurt himself again. He's gonna do something. He gets hurt every. He gets hurt every year. Yeah, so no. Okay, if if you didn't pick Jabari Smith Jr., who would you pick? Mine. It would have been. I mean, Jabari Smith was great at Auburn, but you're coming into a Houston team who still has nothing. I think. Yeah. Uh, it's I don't tough. know. It's tough because I don't. I honestly don't know because you don't know a lot of names. And and the roster's changed so damn quick. I know. <laughs> you can have what, two, three left players and now, and then next thing you know, they get traded midseason. Yeah. MVP Joel Embiid. If you didn't have him, who would you have? I'm still going with Giannis. You still want to go with Giannis? Yeah, I, I think, listen, nobody no, has the drive that Giannis has does, right now, but. I think he was robbed this year because of where Milwaukee was. True. When Middleton got hurt, pretty what I think they need it was to do. Junior. It was Otto yeah. Junior. I think what they need to do is start making that MVP trophy at the end of the playoffs. Yep. Because you put that. I'm sorry to say this, but Giannis 
in the last few years has been the most deserving MVP because he won a title. Yeah, and you gave it to Jokic the last two years. They have not gotten past the first round. Right. They have lost. But the thing is, it's if you not... want to do that, you got to have the MVP of the, uh, the <coughs> MVP the season, season and then the MVP, MVP of, the of the playoffs. Yeah. But you got to have both. I think that's the only way you got to do it is you but have both Giannis, at the end of the year. The thing is, Giannis really don't have too many moves. He he's doesn't, just but he's overpowering. But that's and what moving Sha- faster than everybody on the court. That's what Shaq was, yeah, and that's, that's what I keep. But you know, hold up though. Shaq had a lot of damn moves, even though he was strong as hell. And what in the league that he was in? Yeah, he Shaq could afford a, a he Shaq could afford a, a lot, lot of moves, moves, but he was still overpowering everybody. Yeah, yeah I mean, I he, think when he when played it came down to it, he had to just the say only fun. time I think he got overpowered was when he played against Yao. Every, every time he said Yao was the only <laughs> Yao, person that was, Yao was the only person that would stop him. Yeah, <laughs> I think. And then oh, Yao and Akeem Olajuwon. Akeem, but like, that's Akeem, bro. <laughs> Hakeem's one of the greatest of all time. Hakeem big man. so many people look stupid. <laughs> oh, come on. Hakeem oh, the man. Dream, Olajuwon, come on. He made so many people. He had David Robson jumping all across, across the stage. Like, all right, he was like, okay. That was funny. I'm done. Defensive Player of the Year early award is Bam Adebayo out of Miami. I think that's a stretch. I mean, he's, he's a great defense, defensive but... player, but I don't... Even I think Marcus Smart was not a defensive player of the no, year. he was the flopper of the year. Yeah, Marcus Smart was not a defensive player of the year. If you want, if you want to be honest, I would say Draymond Green. I would. I the, don't. The thing is, people don't people look don't at Draymond. look at him as a defensive player. But I think what when when you look past who he is, you look at his numbers. It's great. Right. He averages, you know, almost two blocks a game, three steals a game. Well, not well. Yeah, but close two steals. But close two steals. I mean, he's he's a defensive pass. And the thing is, he's I think about I think, everybody on the court. He is. I think about it when, when you look at what Ron Artest was, he was a pest on defense. Oh my god, he was so worse. But then you look at what Draymond is now. He is a pest on mm-hmm. defense. When you look at Beverly's a pest, but he's not a defensive player of the year. I think you look at what Draymond has done over the last few years, he's well-deserved defensive player of the year. Yeah. I think it's gone to other big men. I think it's gone to like guys like Rudy Gobert, who's shown defensive capabilities, great shot blocking. I think Gobert has a good chance, but it's going to be tough with Cat, him and Cat on the same I'm gonna team. I'm going to tell you who else. The guy that plays for New Orleans, the point guard. Oh, Alejandro. Uh, oh, Alejandro um, him? Yeah. Now, oh, I... <laughs> He was playing some good defense last year. Even in the playoffs. Was, even, well, that's when he started getting the time to shine, when he started playing them more often. Because at first he was coming off the bench and didn't get to play that often. So then they saw, hey, this boy can nope. play defense. That's what started making, you know, making their run. I feel that, you know, I think he's going to be up there in that running. He's going to be up there too. Oh, Jose Alvarado. Yeah. I think he has a great chance. He's I think he's show- but then what <laughs> he is. I think, and what's funny is when people watch the videos of him, he's like, "Those are what guys do at eight a.m. on an AAU game: <laughs> stand behind somebody, just go yeah, right, yeah." <laughs> and then you see guys do it now in the AAU circuit, high school circuit. I'm just like, dude, play hey, listen, defense. If it works, it works. I'm <laughs> saying, yeah, fine. But then here's this: we talk about the Pelicans, Zion. Although he has a weight problem right now, is he going to be okay for this year? I don't think he has a weight problem no more because it's in his claws. 
<laughs> He's not Gosh, getting paid. Talk, I can't believe that. He is not getting paid. It was hilarious. He doesn't stay under the weight. That was hilarious. And that's real talk. It is real talk. And the talk. thing is, if Zion come back playing like Zion, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, the Pelicans are going to make a hell of a run. They are. Nobody think, get injured. No, I think the Pelicans have a great chance to finish in the top eight. They got McCollum. And they got McCall and Ingram and, and you know, Ingram. Alvarado. They got a hell Jackson of a team. Hayes. They ha- they have a great team. They made a good run without them. Yeah. So I see. it'll be interesting to see moving forward how it goes. Um, but before we close out, you know, you know, being at Friday, we have the weekend coming up. I want to thank Boosted Biz for getting our merch line out there. Kenichi Bear, Kenichi Bear, great headset guys. Make sure to check out the Hibernation Fives. Also, guys, check out Moolah Kicks, great women's athletic company, majority basketball, great merch line, great shoes. Yes. You know, women's hoopers out there growing. And then shout out to Jim and Juice. I know they're a great company out here in the Virginia Beach 757 area. Yes, You know, yes. currently growing and everything like that. And, you know, with my work starting next week, I'm excited to finally go back to work. And Congratulations. <laughs> after having the whole... <laughs> And what the irony is, you know, when I see, like teachers do, yeah, y'all just y'all get to do so much during your time off. You can do whatever. You want. Honestly, I like to just relax. Relax. I'm kidding. After dealing with, and I totally understand with, that you're you know, <laughs> with, you know, and it's I don't hate the kids. I love these kids, but sometimes you just want to unwind. And, you need to unwind. Everybody just, needs to unwind. Everyone needs you to unwind get away and from, relax. But yeah, I think you, you know, know this weekend will probably be the last. Sometimes. I'll. Still be able to. I'll probably just you know focus more on what I have, trying to still keep growing. I think that's what we all want to do is just keep growing and uh, you know have a positive mindset on life. And I yes. think with you know, especially everyone be safe out there. Monkeypox apparently is you know high right now. And damn monkeypox, man! <laughs> they couldn't find another name. For right? It. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> any well, any other pox? Now we got monkeypox. Couldn't call it cooties. Cooties. <laughs> call it the cooties. We'll call it a day and yeah. just get it over with. Nobody want to catch the cooties. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Hell, nobody want to catch monkey problems. But goddamn. I just think, you know, we're in a time we're now. Everyone be safe. Everyone, you know, have fun. I know with high, with school starting back, um, kids. I know with student athletes out there. Student comes first. Yes. You gotta make the grades. I know the NCAA right now is kind of relaxed on a lot of stuff, especially with NIL mm-hmm. and that. But you don't keep the grades, you're not going to play. Right. I've been there. Trust me, it sucks. It really does suck, though. It sucks. It really sucks oh, when hey, you have, you have not, to give up. I don't endorse it, but C's do get degrees. When you have to give up seven games because somebody was not able to make the grades... And you lose your rank because of that, and you're you're you know you're number one. But you, when you forfeit those seven games and it puts you down at like number five, it hurts. You don't want to be that guy. Don't want to be that guy. Also, guys, make sure you keep going to class. Wake up early. I remember a time when I we had an away game. I missed my alarm. I missed the bus. <laughs> Luckily, they had six. And by, I played tennis, so luckily six was enough. Yeah. Oh, man, I got chewed out. And you also got to think about this. You're making the grades can be you making over $10 million in the next four years because you made the grades. So make the grades because this could be you going to the NBA. 
You gotta see it as a job. Wish I had used all that when I was younger. Yeah, but <laughs> now it's just interesting to see how much, you know, stuff kids are getting with, you know, money. And I hope you guys are investing. Invest. Don't just save. Invest. You know, take that money and invest in a company. Invest. Hell, hell, invest in us. <laughs> I'm Please. not saying we're great. I'm just saying, you know, we also like to get, we also like to hear stories, you know. And just the truth, you know, we like to, you know, see where you guys came from and, you know, share with for the next generation of athletes, not yes. just not just basketball players in general, but athletes in general who will end up having to go through it, you know, and, you know, just it it's nice for them to know that they're going through something that Somebody someone else, else has, has gone through. Yes. And, you know, there's a way through it. So, guys, just keep pushing forward, keep moving forward. And, you know, at the end of the day, just. Focus on what matters and what you want to do with your life. And make sure, and that's going to be it, guys. Make sure to keep tuning into the show every Monday and Friday. Um, we're going to try to keep, you know, especially with my job starting soon, hopefully I can keep doing Mondays and Fridays. But if not, you know, I always try to do at least one episode a week to try to push the content out there, you know, with work and everything like that. And remember, don't be a bystander, be a hooper, and keep balling. Peace. Peace.